I'm Rachel. And I'm Caitlin. Today, uh, so for the month of June, we're spotlighting um, several LGBTQIA plus friends. And so our guest this week is Allie. I'm Allie. Wow. 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 Uh, a few things about Allie. <laughs> Some of y'all may know Allie as Stuffy Wings over on the interwebs. Uh, Allie is a manager and content creator for Organized Gaming, plays Call of Duty, and is a good old friend. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so let's just kick this off. Um, why? Oh, Koopa's being obnoxious. Um, why am I a sad <laughs> bitch this week? Um, I'll go first. Do it. Um, I'm kind of okay, although I looked in the mirror and cried this week, so that's fun. Hey, yo, been there. Yeah, yeah I was kind of, so I was feeling oh. myself. I did my makeup, and I'm sure you guys saw the pictures of me being like, yes, feel myself. Hell confident. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. But um, all within that, um, like, I, I, I cried a few times. Um, I posted, <laughs> I didn't post pictures that I planned to take. I planned to take, like, full body pictures because my fit was kind of like, pretty cool but even before i put that fit on i like bought new clothes and rachel do you know how uh, we talked about this where i said like oh i haven't tried them on yet i'll try them on mm -hmm. and i cried because they didn't fit um so my who, original plan who, didn't go who would have thought caitlin bought clothes that didn't fit her same <laughs> I, I, yeah i don't know it's a problem and I'm, i have anxiety over returning them so um they're just go gonna... in and say hey i need a different size can i trade this for that and I they'll be like them online though i guess i can go Does into it... the store still yeah, yeah you should be able to oh, mm -hmm. okay I'll, I'll cry about that later uh, when I do that. Um, <laughs> but I straight up cried putting clothes on. I cried taking pictures. Um, I was feeling myself for like five minutes. And then I cried when I looked at the pictures. Um, and then I posted the pictures. And then I felt pretty okay. Because um, the homies hyped me okay. up. I was like, thank you. If only you knew how many tears <laughs> went into this. <laughs> I felt that. Uh, yeah, I feel that on a personal level. Yeah, it's, it's a constant uh, struggle. And like... Nick likes he loves mirrors him is him and his mom love mirrors I don't understand it like literally we go into like he's a, a mirror aisle of a store he's a fucking Leo. yeah and he's like oh my god my mom would it's his mom's this. birthday close to his birthday um no hers is, is she in January she's a Capricorn she's probably. the same bro uh, birthday as my brother January 12th I don't remember what that one is. I don't know. But That's they, the they both, the calendar I'm less familiar with. We uh, both <clears> love <throat> mirrors and like big mirrors because they, you know, it looks cool and whatever. Um, so he likes standing in front of the mirror and like, like you know, being like, oh, look at us, we're cute. And then I stand there and then I look at myself and then I cry. And then he's like, no. And I'm like, I can't help it. <laughs> so <laughs> that happened as well. It's just, I just need to remove the mirrors from my house. It's fine. <laughs> just be like people did in old times when they thought there were uh, ghosts in their house and cover all your mirrors because you think the oh, ghost is going to come out of your mirror so smart it's a valid excuse too so, yeah be like sorry i think our house is on some ancient burial ground i have to cover all the mirrors because yeah. i think something's going to get us and i, I have to cover all the mirrors sorry yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> you just have to find creative ways to uh, get around things. Yeah, then he jokingly says all the time, like, oh, we should put a, a mirror on the ceiling, like in the bedroom above the bed. And I was like, do you know how many times I will cry? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to induce more anxiety. That's, that's everybody's best angle. Oh, right? 100%. Straight top down. <laughs> I'm on that side of TikTok as well. <laughs> you get those POV and it's just like, oh God, that, I, that, that, for, like, reverse the roles. I, that would not look good on me. <laughs> like, the do like you, like this position one, that one. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. He's uh, dying. No, um, it's, not, it's fine. My We're TikTok fine. algorithm is not sus at all. Mine <laughs> all of them are. Either. <laughs> I feel like everyone's is. Oh, it's okay. Man. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I can talk about why I'm a sad bitch this week. Yes, ma'am. Um, so? I'm going to. Uh, I have a couple of things. One is not all week. One is just today. But um, generally, I am a sad bitch this week because I am still waiting to hear about promotion stuff at work, and I'm stressed about it because that's the way my brain works. And so I'm still I'm supposed to interview next week, but I haven't yet, and so I'm stressed. Um, but I'm a sad bitch today specifically because I was woken up before my alarm went off this morning uh, by a domestic dispute in my apartment building and had to call the cops, and so that was not fun. Yeah, it was a bad time. It's not the sound I wanted to wake up to yeah, this morning no. before my alarm had even gone off. Oof. Yeah, I think that would make me it a was, sad bitch too. Uh, not ideal. No, it's and not a great I, way to start the day. And yeah, I know. Clarify that that is extra terrible because one of my biggest anxiety and panic attack triggers is yelling. Yeah. Oof. And so. Okay, um, yeah. It was like double. I was like hyperventilating while trying to talk to the, you know, 911 operator. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, she was very nice and very calm. Um, double as whammy. Trained to be. Yeah. But um, she was uh, very helpful and everything got taken care of. So. Sheesh. Good. Sheesh. That's good. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you Ellie, you feeling like a sad bitch this week, no. or 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 not? I think I'm not. I'm not feeling like a sad bitch this week. All right, let's get into it. Why are I we not like, a sad oh bitch my. this week? I was like trying to look, and I was like, why am I a sad bitch this week? Like looking at my piece of paper, and I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. This week, um, I've had a a lot of like communication with other people, and like there's been a few times where I've, I've like reached out to people that I've noticed like struggling on like Twitter and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I got into like those DM conversations, and like hearing that like I help someone like that helps me and that's actually part of like the recovery part of me like how my brain works is like helping somebody else is is like beneficial to me and my my sobriety my recovery so being able to like help someone else like find their worth like that's I tweeted something about this week saying like having the kings and queens around me like find their worth in life like I've had like multiple people this week like tell me like they that I've helped them see that and that that I've helped them like realize they need to focus on themselves and i feel like that's like really put me like in a good spot mentally this week like you know i have my days where i struggle but like today i feel like that's one thing that i can reflect back on and like see like the positivity in that right yeah Yeah, exactly i'm here for that (laughs) i'm here for it it's definitely uh 
you know, having a even just a support system in general is will be make or break, which is, oh, yeah. you know, something that I, I can confidently say, like, if I'm really fucking doing like going through it, like Rachel is one of the few people that I will I don't have to reach out because she kind of knows like <laughs> when things aren't okay. Yeah, you just yell yeah. at me. Um <laughs> which is which is okay. It's consensual. Uh she she has a preconceived notion of it's okay if I yell at Caitlin cuz she's okay with it. And sometimes I need it. True. And we know that right? about each other. So it's it is helpful. I, I don't yell at you unless you need it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm here for that. <laughs> which yelling is also um kind of a trigger of mine. Well, yeah, oh, I don't fine. mean yelling in the act. <laughs> Not like yelling, yelling. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Um, I just um, chastise you. Yes. Okay, but You call me on my shit. Yes. It's That's okay. what we need. We need those people in our lives. Got that oh, bullshit on her out. Yes. Right? But then, um, on the other side of the coin, Rachel's also one of those friends, um, among other friends that I have who are also fantastic at this, at just, like, hyping you up when you need it and being like, yes get it like with with my pictures this week where i was totally just having a mental breakdown and posted those anyways like just the few people being well not a few there were actually quite a bunch who were like hell yeah like yes queen you were like, queen. Pop yeah. off, thank queen. you thank you let me just off. <laughs> <laughs> it makes That's all the, the difference though, right mm-hmm. which like rachel yeah. how does it make you feel like when when i'm dealing with something and you're helping me is it like a, a thing that like you feel good about or is it just something where you're like ah oh, this bitch <laughs> yes i feel good about it but i also think to some extent that's problematic because i feel good about it because i derive my self-worth from being useful to others mm. yes <laughs> i know nothing so about same. that so yes but in a weird way <laughs> okay no, no, no. Th- thank you for being honest and not blowing yes. smoke on my ass. No, because it's, yeah. that's totally a thing. Um, like it that does I, make me yeah. feel good, but it's a little problematic because it makes <laughs> me feel as good as it does. No, no, that's a good thing to point out because uh, you definitely have some experience with that. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, why, why are you feeling like a not a sad bitch? Rachel? Um, I finish season one of fantasy high on youtube which is the the D show i was talking about last week oh um, yeah. and i started season two and so that's my uh hype currently how many seasons are there i think there's just the two. Oh shit wait is, isn't this like a brand new thing like they, they are they it's releasing like, episodes like weekly or is this like all in bunch no it's um they so dimension 20 does like the best way I've seen it described is like anthology, like anthology D and D campaigns of like it's connected stories, but it's not like one huge long thing. Like every series that Dimension Twenty has done is like twenty episodes or less. Gotcha. Um, and so like this, like with Fantasy High, like the first series is freshman year, the second series is sophomore year, but the second series actually doesn't even start until like spring break of their sophomore year, and so there's like a huge gap in it um but the stories are like still connected and it's still the same overarching characters and stuff um they're really good at like telling those stories without all of the like a lot of times in D stuff gets bogged down with the like in-betweens and they just like straight up skip it and somehow still tell like super fun awesome engaging stories so sheesh how many times am i gonna say that today i'm sorry literally uh, you're gonna like <laughs> so and i'm gonna keep saying it yeah we're gonna have to uh add a counter 
there was a, a TikTok on my free page and it was like people at a some sort of theme park and they're like oh we're surrounded by 12 year olds watch this and the the girl goes sheesh and then a bunch of kids in line that you can't see but you you can hear there's plenty of them going sheesh, sheesh, yeah. sheesh. <laughs> i was like oh my god it's spreading it's fine it really is it's fine. <laughs> we're fine it's fine but um so one of the reasons we not like one of the reasons we wanted to wanted to talk to ellie um you were kind of someone we wanted to speak with in general um but a topic that kind of jumped out at us um and that you thought would also be pretty cool to talk about would be oh, well i guess pretty cool is not a good word to that's use. pretty cool <laughs> something important is something about. important uh to talk about is uh addiction and recovery as well as you know anything in between so, recovery is cool addiction is not let's clarify yeah. yes, facts, yes facts, facts, absolutely facts. clarifying it yes um which i think is um it's it's a pretty niche topic but at the same time it's you know when it comes to you know addiction and recovery it, there's a huge spectrum of things that this could apply to um whether, yes, whether yeah. you think so or not so um mm -hmm. it's definitely something i'm interested in, in talking about and um yeah thank you thank you for being open and honest with all this stuff because i appreciate well, that before i talk about anything do y'all have any questions like that's actually one thing like do y'all have any questions about like where i started like that's actually something that i thought about i was like i want to know what y'all are interested in learning yeah so I are, are you 100 had a question while i was at work today that i thought of and i've totally forgotten it now i feel that if it comes back holla i'll work exactly. on it i'll work on it are you open with discussing like what what the addiction was and how how that affected oh, yeah. your life Oh, yes, 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 yes. And why you needed to not have that <laughs> be a thing. Yes. So, I have been sober since April 1st, 2015. Um, I always had a problem with the drinking since I was pretty young. You know, like, my parents never really cared and all that, all that stuff. And um, when uh, it escalated, like, as I got older, you know, you hit 21 and it's, like, close to the wall. You can do it legally it's it's go 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 and then um i moved out of my parents house and that's kind of like when it took a turn for the worst um i dabbled in like i don't know like are you cool with me like talking about it talking about it yeah however yeah. you want to yeah. talk about it go no, for no, no, it, I'm fine about it. I'm unleashed fine about it. <laughs> um i uh there was a lot of pretty much anything i could get my hands on um meth was my drug of choice I dabbled in heroin, pills, weed. For me, that's a drug. Um, you know, alcohol obviously was always an issue, like since I was super young. Um, pretty much anything, like painkillers, pretty much anything, anything that would make me feel different than I felt. Mm. And um, a lot of that stems from like trauma or like stuff from when I was younger, right? Like I always felt like I was different and I always felt like I needed to belong somewhere. And um, I used, like, drugs and alcohol to, like, cope with those feelings. And it wasn't, I, when I got into hard drugs, it was only about a year before I needed to get, like, seek treatment. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it escalated, like, it escalated, escalated. And um, it's something that, like, I can talk about now, like, when, I, when people ask me questions about it. Like, I talk about it now, and I'm like, did I really do that stuff? Right, that seems, really like, unreal looking up? back. Did I really stay up for two weeks at a time? Like, 
what is wrong with me, right? Mm-hmm. And like looking back at that, like people don't realize like the control that like when you're an addict, like when you have that in you and like you cannot stop without help, like drugs like just take over your life and it's not necessarily the drugs it's like the behavior we use like me personally i can only speak from my experience is i use drugs to cope with the way i felt so drugs and alcohol were my solution for a problem that like reside like resided in myself Mm -hmm. not being comfortable with myself or my sexuality or my my life right like anything about myself and i used i used drugs and alcohol to cope with that and literally, like, within a year, my life had, like, deteriorated. Like, I had dropped probably, like, 50 pounds. Like, I went into treatment under 100 pounds. And I just knew, like, I remember, like, thinking, like, I have to get help. Like, I have, like, I have, like, I'm going to die if I don't get help. What was that, and, like, breaking moment for you where it was, like, fuck, like, I gotta switch something? Um... We could, I mean, like, we couldn't pay rent, and that was normal, like, you know what I mean? Like, there was, there was, like, that, there's a story where um, someone that I was with, I'm, I'm not going to say their name, but someone I was with, uh, like, got stuck out in Dallas, like, with some really bad people who could do a lot of harm with this person, and they stole my car, and, like, they took her and she was gone for like 48 hours with no contact and then i had a police officer call me and said they found her and said hey like can you come get her and if you don't come get her we're like taking her to psych like that's like they had no clue what was going on and like i pull up and of course i'm like high out of my mind and they're just like they looked at they looked at both of us and she's in the back of a cop car and they looked at both of us and they were like like you are do you like do you know what a downward downward spiral is and like that like in that moment like it kind of like clicked does that make sense like oh yeah 100 percent. yeah it does like looking like reality like you don't see everything like when you're in the moment like getting loaded and like doing all this stuff and like feeling numb and like missing work like i had skipped work for weeks at a time and like the only reason why i still had a job is because like my dad was my boss at the time so like they were like, you can either go to treatment and get help or, like, you're not having a job anymore. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, like, just one of those things where, like, I, I was like, I something has to change or, like, I'm going to die over this. <clears throat> and I actually went to treatment in... Where did I go to treatment? Um, in Grapevine. So it wasn't far from my house. It was where, like, the shoe fit, like, I could get in. And it was, like, no, like, no big thing. And I spent 30 days there, and I learned so much about myself. It's, like, crazy to think, like, like you meet a lot of people, like, in the program. Um, you meet a lot of people and, like, see a lot of people, like, don't make it back in the rooms or, like, don't make it out. Like, I've been to more funerals than I'd like to admit. You know what I mean? Like, from people I was in treatment with. And it, it's, it's a heavy topic, but, like, it's so true. And it just in the beginning, like I know in the beginning, it was like super hard, like learning about yourself because like people don't like to talk about like God or like a higher power. But for me, like the program, like AA, like worked for me mm-hmm. and it doesn't work for everybody. And I and I know that and I respect that and I understand that. 
some people get off hard drugs and they can smoke weed for the rest of their life or they can drink for the rest of their life. Like I, I see it differently now that I've grown up in the program. Um, but like dipping back, like I want to go back a minute, like thinking about how I felt when I was younger or how I was mentally at a young age and why I used to cope with those things, like having to deal with those things and those anxieties now is like, it's like a night and day difference. Does that make sense? Like when you use like bad coping mechanisms and then learn good ones, like you see the difference in why you act a certain way or why you, why you got into the program in the first place or why you looked mm-hmm. using these like drugs and alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. right i feel like and, that's, that's with anything right where you can kind of like look back even sometimes it takes a therapist or somebody else to tell you oh like, yeah you know course. like you know you act of this course. way probably because of something in your past and you're like well fuck shit yeah you're right <laughs> yeah and that's that's a, like the good part about it is like going to seek a therapist or talking to someone who understands what you're going through like that's why like recovery is so important to me it's because like having that like structure with like help right Mm -hmm. like i know rachel you see a therapist like that like that's awesome like that's good like if that's something you need like that's what you need right and like that's what the program is for me right like i recently went through some stuff where i'm going through some stuff in my personal life and like it got really dark really fast and like since I got sober, I hadn't really been through something that would, like, trigger, like, I've had, like, deaths in the family and stuff like that, but, like, nothing that's, like, really triggered, like, the emotional response where, like, I was, like, if I don't, like, continue to work my program, like, I'm gonna get high or, like, I'm not gonna be alive anymore. And, like, I, I hadn't, like, been working my program very much and, like, going to meetings or anything like that. And, like, one day I just, like, messaged my old sponsor, like, on Twitter. Like, I knew she was, like, following me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, hey, like, woman, I need you. Like, <laughs> she was, like, you good, bro? Like, she was just, like, she didn't even know what to say, right? Like, I hadn't talked to her in so long. And she, you know, she picked up the phone and, and she was just, like, okay, like, get to meetings. Like, talk to me every day. Like, check in with me every day. And, like, sometimes, like, I need that. Like, we were talking about earlier, like, when we were just bullshit and before like we talked about the accountability and like holding yourself accountable and like for me like i need someone to hold me accountable and to call me on my shit sometimes right mm-hmm. if i'm doing something that's mm-hmm. my old behavior like i want to be called out for it right i want to i want to know where i can change and where i can do better and like she can do that for me right and so like literally like i, I she gets 80 screenshots a day like there's like <laughs> paragraphs and all this stuff like i'm going through this help me i'm going through this help me i'm going through but like when i wasn't working my program and then i started going through this stuff like i literally felt like so hopeless and that was only two months ago like kate we had talked about earlier like how i how i like stopped creating content and like Mm -hmm. stopped streaming and like stopped doing the things i enjoy and like it was a dark fucking time like but in the past like few months like I've learned to know what I need and respect myself to the point where, like, I can love myself again. 
Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And that, that's one of the most important things is just loving yourself. As as Mama uh, RuPaul says, you know, how <laughs> how in the hell can oh, fuck? How how can you can love, love somebody, somebody if you can't love yourself? Can yes. I get an amen? Oh my god, I haven't watched Drag Race in so long. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm here for it. I personally like. I think that I'm somebody who also forgets that I'm not all by myself all the time. Yes, and I think it's really like being able to know that you have those people that you can reach out to that right. are consistent for you and like will be there um is so valuable because i do the same thing i get so one track mind and feel like i have to do everything all by myself and that's just not true mm-hmm. like that's just not the way it works and sometimes you need to be um, reminded that like hey exactly. i'm here for you yep you know exactly and that's like that's like when i was saying earlier like about like on being on Twitter and like seeing people struggling like that's what I try to do for other people and Rachel what you said earlier about helping other people makes you feel really good yeah that's literally like me but for me for the most part it's a healthy thing yeah because like part of like the steps like the last step is helping someone else right yeah definitely like reaching out like going like not thinking about yourself in the situation Mm -hmm. so like that that's part of at least my like my step work right like if i can't if i can't put myself to the side and help somebody else then like uh, i might as well like not just do the rest of the work (laughs) right and and that's crazy because like literally same like if i can i can hyper focus on helping somebody else all i want like i feel that what you said like to like inside like i could hyper focus and ignore everything about myself and everything that i'm going through if i'm helping somebody else and i have to recognize like where that separation is yeah it's fucking hard sometimes because i've done it myself where i will focus on helping somebody else meanwhile i have a million things on my plate that i'm not dealing with yeah it's like well shit if i would have just focused on myself just a little bit more maybe uh things would have been a little different yeah you gotta (laughs) you gotta find that kind of middle ground of like i have to take care of myself enough to be able to take care of this other person yeah without feeling bad too yep exactly and it's all about balance right like Mm -hmm. you learn from you learn from like your mistakes so if like one thing doesn't work and you you realize you're putting all your eggs in one basket and helping somebody else like you're going to learn quickly that like you're not helping yourself anymore. Right. And it's all to me it's all about like recognizing that separation and that difference in between the yeah, two definitely. and being able to balance. And of course it's not always like you know I could be helping people 80 and helping myself 20. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's okay. Sometimes that works for me, but other times it doesn't. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um Related, a question from Panda. He's asking, um, what's, what was the hardest part of recovery for you? And then how did you deal with the urges and desires to relapse? How did you curb those feelings? So the hardest part of recovery for me is staying consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a while, like I stopped talking to my sponsor. I stopped going to meetings. I stopped doing the step work, at least for me. Like that's my AA story, right? Like that's what I did. Not everyone has to do that. Um, for me, that was probably it is it still continues to be like the hardest part is staying con- like consistent in my work around oh, my program. It's struggle clock. Mm-hmm. Struggle clock, Bobby. Both of our alarms went off at the same time. <laughs> I'm so fine. sorry. I'm here for it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm here for it. I didn't even hear it. 
Caitlin and I both suddenly trying to smash an alarm so it doesn't make noise. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even hear it to be honest. So y'all y'all did a good I job. I take my antidepressant so I can. Hey, be I'm here for it. Less sad. It doesn't <laughs> make me less it. sad. It just makes me more stably sad. <laughs> I feel that. I hey. take mine before I go to bed. It's fine. I take it now because it takes like an hour or two to make me sleepy. Oh, you have, you take something that makes you sleepy. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. It doesn't always, but if I, yeah, it does sometimes. I feel that. I That's probably why I take it right before bed. Yep. I feel like it used to make me drowsy. Also, apologies for any random kitten noises in the background. I do still have two foster I'm kittens. I'm here in for my it. Office. It makes me really happy. I heard it on last week's, and I was like, ah, my heart. <laughs> They're super cute. If anyone wants to see pictures of them, join my Discord. Thanks. Yeah, um, but I'm. I'll be listening in a little while. <laughs> I'm so sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't ever apologize for that. Um, yeah, that's probably the hardest part of recovery for me, like in general. And then the urges and desires to relapse. Um, most of those came like in early recovery for me. Like, don't get me wrong. Like if I'm not doing my program, like I have, you know, like, oh, what if like I had a drink, you know what I mean? Like my lightweight ass would be out in like 2.5 seconds, (laughs) but you know, six years. Okay. But think like most of that for me was like early recovery like still being surrounded by people who did that or like people who like going to like family functions like that was like a really big struggle for me in the very beginning is like going to family functions and like seeing people drinking and having a good time or like smoking a joint and like doing their thing and I'm like why can't I do that why am I not normal and like I'm normal for me right like mm-hmm. that's What's for, for me anyway right I'm normally abnormal. It's fine. Me too. Um, Do you think, uh, so like now, like if you ever have, I'm just going to call them intrusive thoughts because that's the closest thing I know as far as a a way to relate to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if you ever have that intrusive thought, like I want to drink, is it easier now? Because you're like, well, I've already not done it for this long. Like, why would I, like, why would I start now? Of like, is is it something that you're far enough removed from now that it, it just feels like the obvious choice to not like it, it seems easier to just continue to not. It definitely seems easier. Like, don't get me wrong. Like there's temptations, like same thing with like part of my story is like self-harm too. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I did like relapse on during this whole like two months thing that's been happening. But like, for me, like being able to like recognize the feelings for what they are in that moment, like one thing you learn in the program or like from my sponsor or whatever is like, like temper, like those feelings are temporary. Like those feelings pass. Right. And like you get up and do something about it. Right. For me, like now I can help somebody else or I can do something I really enjoy, like playing video games or streaming or, you know, like with a dog or going for a walk or I, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's like little things that like I I've learned in like tricks of the trade. Like, don't get me wrong. Like those thoughts always, like they will never not be there. Right. I think like, with every like addiction or yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not even like it could be with anything like intrusive yeah. thoughts of like anger or yeah. self-harm or addiction or any, like literally any kind of intrusive thought. Like there's that, that recovery aspect of my brain. That's like, Hey, this is temporary. Like, 
let's move forward like let's do something else like let's and like they, they do come like they're there yeah and it's not it's not all the time but they're definitely there and then right. it's not easy like learn it's more about like recognizing like why you're having these thoughts like mm-hmm. oh i'm angry like that's why i want to drink like oh i'm sad that's why i want to but like i did it for every emotion right mm-hmm. i was angry i drank i was happy i drank i you know what i mean the depressed i drank you know it's like it's just like what it is but like learning to to find those like little coping mechanisms yeah the other things that give the the same feeling in a less harmful way yeah of course mm-hmm. of course yeah so what, we what don't are some of those harmful. oh no no not at all <laughs> what are some of those <laughs> things for you the the things that have like brought you the, the the feeling of like okay i don't need to go back to the things that harm me i can do this instead um for me like a lot of it if if i like ever struggle with something like i tried i talked about earlier like helping somebody else right like mm-hmm. that makes it worth it for me like i know it might sound silly to someone that doesn't understand like the program or like understand how like the 12 steps work but like that 12 step is like helping somebody else like literally the tattoo on my forearm says trust god clean house and help others like that last one is like the most important part like if if i need to get out of myself and like it's all about like that self like if i'm feeling if i'm doubting myself or i'm Sorry, I have like many words in my head and I'm trying to get it all out at once. So <laughs> You're okay. Take your time. But if I'm like in my head and I'm all focused on me and why me and poor me and in that, like one of the like sayings, I just did air quotes, sayings and AA is like poor me, poor me, pour me another drink. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing. Like if I'm focused on myself, like I'm, I'm going to get loaded. It, it sounds so silly in that aspect because when we're talking about mental health, you're supposed to focus on yourself. But like that balance is super important with helping others. And for me, like a one thing that like definitely curbs that like, hey, like um, what about drinking? Like, what about this? What about that? It is definitely like helping somebody else and then like hanging out with other people. So like getting out of myself or like playing games with like new people or like making new friends on Twitter, like reaching out, like shooting your shot with someone that you think you'll be friends with. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. Yeah, like kind, of, kind of that like outreach, like it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me more uncomfortable to do those things than it would to like fight the urge to drink. No, that makes so sense. So <laughs> let's just like make myself uncomfortable by doing something else. Right. And it's, and it could like something good could come out of it. Right. Hell yeah. I feel like that. I think that's one of those things that like curbs that for me. Do you find it easier to reach out to people online than in person? I mean, especially with COVID yeah. lately, like, it's kind of like you have no choice, but. <laughs> yes, um, I feel like meetings are, like, super, like, easier to find. Mm-hmm. Like, my home group got kind of toxic for a while, and, like, there's a lot of, like, relapse and a lot of, like, everyone's, like, screwing each other, which is another thing about the program. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> everyone literally screws each other. It's called the 13th step. Oh my um, God. <laughs> right? But so like when I wanted to go back to the rooms like two and a half months ago or three months ago, like I was like, I need to do something and Zoom is like the easiest. I went online and found a Zoom meeting in like Iowa. It's LGBTQIA friendly. Like Oh nice. Everyone is super freaking cool. Like it's just one of those things where like I can I get like I didn't have to like show my face. 
Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to show your face or you don't have to like, you don't have to speak in a meeting. Like you don't have to do any of that it is until you're comfortable. Like, yeah. Right. Like, and then like, if you want to turn your camera on, like I got comfortable after a few meetings when I would go like four times a week, five times a week mm-hmm. after a few meetings. And these people started to get nice. Like I would talk, talk with my camera off, but leave my camera on for the rest of the meetings. I always cried like, <laughs> like sharing. I'm like, yeah, don't look at my crying face. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I think that, I think, reaching out over social media or like online is definitely easier because like you can, I feel like you see people differently. Like you don't, I feel like there's people tend to like judge each other like in person. Oh, definitely. And so like social media is like that. There's like that blanket over it where like I'm learning to like meet new people and don't judge them for anything. Right. Cause I have that problem too. Everyone does. And and that's one thing that like social media has really helped me to do is like the people that I never thought I'd be friends with, like I'm friends with. And like, I love it. Like I've made, met so many like different cool people who like different weird things and I'm here for it. Like, that's what I want. I want to build those friendships and like grow that stuff like that. And then those people, like I could count on more than the people I know in real life. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like that's... I can literally call them at <laughs> four o'clock I, in the morning yeah. and they're like, oh, it's only one here. Like, let me pick up. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. oh that's like one of the best things about having friends in different time zones is like, yes. even if you're up late and like, you know, you fuck, your yep. head's fucking with you, you're like, all right, well, I've got some homies in California that I can call. Right? And it's like a totally yeah. normal time for them. <laughs> right. I have a friend in Germany. So, like, if I ever have, like, depending on where I'm at and like in my head, like, I'm like, hey, are you awake? Oh wait, you go to sleep at like seven PM so you can game with us like when we get on. <laughs> oh I'm my like, god. That's so weird to me. That's a real friend. Holy shit. Well that's what right? like like our friend Nugs, literally. Nugs oh my god. Up, yeah. <laughs> he literally has his schedule so flipped and he like participates in the real world. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah. He has like a an ev- more of an evening job than right. a, that's helpful. a day job. So <laughs> that yeah, that that has to help. Yeah. Yeah, I've gotta say, if it weren't for my like online connections and friends that I've made and and Rachel's part of that now she's in a a strange exception because we were friends IRL before (laughs) we were like online friends but uh (laughs) like if it weren't for like the online homies who a lot of them I consider family a lot of them I've also known for many many years I don't think I would fucking be here like I I know for a fact I wouldn't 100 percent yeah, and it, it's it's not. crazy, and it, it it's weird because some people just like don't get it. Like I think the generation yeah. before us, they're really weird about it. But I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about how um like the these the fiance like the the guy and girl like met at a bar, and they're like it's actually so rare nowadays. Like we met in person at a bar recently whereas all our other friends met online or through a dating app or like they lived across the country from each other and now they're here like it's so rare to meet somebody in person and then like have a relationship where like for our generation and lower it's pretty normal to like yeah my best friend lives like fucking 14 hours away like that's totally normal (laughs) i know I've even oh seen gosh. like TikTok trends. Well, I'm I'm part of like streamer talk too, so they're all over my free page. And there was one I was like, this is the sign to rent an Airbnb for the weekend and hang out with all your mods. And I was like, well, that's a little weird. But like me and the homies, fuck yeah, let's all get in the Airbnb at like some central location and just fucking kick it for like a weekend. Like that sounds it's so fun. fun. I told you, I'm Nebraska. Nebraska, are you? Central for us is like. <laughs> 
Well, I told you I'd come and see you, okay? Hell yeah. Bro, Not you're only like hour. three and a half hours away. Let's go. Let's like do five. it. Whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Rachel, um, step on the gas now. <laughs> Bro, yeah. You might want to leave. I work tomorrow. <laughs> it like makes me so excited to like see all the people in Texas, though. Like I, I've noticed like more people I've networked with recently are like in Texas. And I'm like, bet like on my way, mini mm-hmm. road trip, like. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, it's crazy, too. I've even, people. like, made some connections with people who, although I don't live in Chicago anymore, they live in Chicago. And I was like, well, fuck. Like, if I would have known this, like, if I knew you a few years ago, this would have been so much easier. Right? <laughs> Send them to me. That. Right? <laughs> you are still pretty far, ma'am. Three hours isn't that bad. Three hours and a few cornfields <laughs> later. I can take, I can walk to the train station and take the train straight up if I want to. True. True, true, true. Um... <laughs> Um, so like court had another question um asking how are you um, well you read the question i'm gonna word it a little differently just to kind of do do a thing um but like how are you during recovery at different like times in the process so let's talk like you know for you it's been what like five six years so how are you like six months a year a few years and like where are you at now so like at six months like i was still a basket case mm-hmm. like I was still like I probably I don't think I was through the steps like I don't think I wanted to like do like a fourth and fifth step which is like where you like write all the bad shit you've done and like make amends for it like I was literally like until I got like more stable like more time under my belt like I was still like a shit show like everything made me want to relapse everything made me want to do this everything that so I was pretty like it was still pretty bad mentally like when you're like young and early in recovery but like you see people with time and you see people who have actually done like the workaround stuff and like that's what you want right so you just keep pushing through and then like a year or a year or two like you know we talked i talked about a little while ago like you go through stuff that like is like that breaking point right like you go through stuff that like is either going to make or break your recovery mm-hmm. the loss of someone or the loss of this or the loss of that or and like those are the main things that like trigger those feelings of like wanting to relapse but like mentally like you grow over time like in recovery so like it's not always like like it's not always the same like you're always like i'm always going to be an addict right and today like i choose to hopefully like continue to make like better decisions and better myself as I grow in recovery, because I'm still like learning, like it's always, you're always learning about yourself. You're always growing. You're always changing, right? Like there could be yeah, something a, that like I dealt with. Oh, yeah, the course. whole thing about mental health is it's a fucking journey. It's never exactly. over. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and that's one thing about like, that's why I love this podcast. Like, you know, I'm just talk about like one thing, right? Like mental health is like no joke. So like dealing with mental health and then like also like dealing with addiction and recovery and then, of course, me, like, gender identity and freaking sexuality, like, all of it at once, like, all of it combined, like, all of it is a cluster in your head, right? And, yeah. like, learning about yourself and, like, growing with with yourself as, like, as you grow. Like, I had someone tell me the other day, like, everything in life, like, pretty much everything in life is fluid, right? Like, you're ever-changing. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like mentally, like, more stable now like I'm on different medication than I was in the beginning you know what I mean like I'm I handle situations differently like don't get me wrong like I'll still get mad and I'll still get sad and I'll still get I still get all those things oh but as like, you should because you're I, fucking human <laughs> exactly yeah but like I choose not to like get 
What? Like, we're supposed to feel it. emotions? Crazy. Right? <laughs> what? Can we not just like block it off? It's fine. Huh? We don't want to hear. We don't want to feel any of it, even the good stuff. Okay? Like we're just numb. Don't do that, please. <laughs> um, and then like now, I guess, like because of what I talked about going through stuff like a few months ago, I have like a different. It's so hard to explain like what I went through, mm-hmm. like. The thing in my personal life that I thought would literally destroy me and then I did something about it didn't destroy me. So it's like finding this new, I already said that, but like finding this new self-worth and self-love and like I know what I deserve and I know what I want from, well, for mostly from what I want from life and I want to enjoy the things I do and I I fucking like streaming and playing video games. Before, like, it was an issue. Now, it's like, like a, it's like a weird almost god complex. Oh, like, 100%. All of a sudden, you're like, wait, I can fucking do shit. Right. I do have a little it. bit of control here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. And that's one thing that was like really hard to like recognize with what I was going through and like who I was with. Like, that it was very like hard for me to recognize that I can do things for me. Yeah. I can do things like I can buy things for myself yep. and I can. Mm-hmm play the games i want to play or i can freaking buy pokemon cards like it sounds so silly but like when you're in a dark place that i was and then you can see some light at the end and then you have people to like talk with Mm -hmm. like your mentality changes right and then like today like before when i was like getting high like i surrounded myself with horrible people right Mm -hmm. like you surround yourself with people like drug dealers and gangsters and freaking just bad people, people who don't care about you. And today, like, I can, like, say that the people I've met on Twitter from, like, the gaming community or, like, just, like, the Twitter community in general, like, I've never met so many cool, down-to-earth, like, loving, kind, like, there's just the people I surround myself with today, like, genuinely help with that, like, feeling of self-worth. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when you surround yourself with, like, bad people your whole life, like, you don't know what, like, feeling, like, love or, like, kindness feels like. And then, like, when people, like, genuinely appreciate you for who you are and, like, they don't want you to change anything about yourself, like, that's cool to me. Like, yeah. that is a huge thing that, like, I'm just recently learning. And then like, I think just that's recently- just a... A thing with growing yeah. up sometimes is you're allowed to be more selective with who you surround yourself with, you know. And, and, exactly. and if it's gamers with caffeine addictions, so be it. <laughs> right? I'm here for it. Like, let's go. That's literally me 24-7. I, I think that's the majority of the people that we, we at least have Talking in common as well. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But it's, it's, like you said, everything in life is fluid, which is crazy to think about, but, like, fuck, I, I can't dispute that. Mm-hmm. I mean, life it's- itself is fluid. Like, the universe is ever-growing, changing, like, even on, like, a macro scale. Oh, Glicka. And- but, like, right? that's, like, it's, like, of course our lives are changing every day. Like, the whole fucking universe is changing every day. Well, and, like, when you're so wrapped up in something, like, you don't see that. Like, you don't see, like, forever, like, with the gender identity and stuff, like, it, like, sexuality, like, when you put yourself in a bubble for so long, then, like, you're not in that bubble anymore. 
like you can kind of like just be who you are right Mm -hmm. and like i'm learning that it's fluid like i don't need like a no label is just as valid as a label and labels that change are just as valid as exactly and and like literally i'm telling you i'm learning this in the past two weeks like like literally like the people i've (laughs) been surrounding myself with i'm like my mind is blown like i may be almost 29 but thanks for teaching me something like like mind blown but it's like crazy to like think when you put yourself in like that frame or like put yourself to where you need to be molded or changed and then like you surround yourself with people who like just love you for who you are and like don't give a shit about any of that mm-hmm. like that is cool like being able to experience that is cool i don't know it just like makes me happy to see like there's genuine people Oh, 100%. In the world. Yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy the like night and day difference of like how you feel when you surround yourself with the right people. Right. And even sometimes, you know, looking back, like I thought I was surrounding myself with like the right people. And then later I was like, ah, I don't know about that. And again, <laughs> it's fluid. Exactly. Right? Yes. It's fluid. It always changes. Is this going to be a reoccurring theme uh, every episode? Be like, wait, that's fluid. Thank you, Allie. It should be. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, do y'all have any questions? I'm actually curious. Um, on the topic of fluidity. So, like, are you cool? Let, let's chat about like previously yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what you identified with and like just how you're feeling now. Don't have to put a label on it. No. Yeah. No. No. Um, I feel like from a very young age, like I came out as like bisexual. And then, like, I got a little older, and I was like, I should probably, like, just go with, like, lesbian, right? Like, I just strictly, like, that's what I like. Like, it's easier to explain that to, like, my parents or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I pretty much, like, had that label and then, like, stuck with it, right? Like, I've always dated women. It's never been, like, a, you know, I tried my thing with men, whatever. But it's always (laughs) been, like, with women. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Um, But, like... Recently, I've been surrounding myself with people, and it's Pride Month, so, like, you hear from, like, so many different people, and there's so many different, like, you just, it, Pride Month is just different. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just different. It makes people feel different. Like, I've seen so many people come out on the Twitter feed, like, I'm just like, you go, girl, like, you identify whatever you want to identify as, but, like, I feel like after talking to some people, and, like, of course, this is fluid, like, it's not, I'm, like, leaning more for myself as, like, pansexual, like mm-hmm. after talking to some people and like getting information and learning and understanding what that is and what that means and of course like we talked about it it's fluid i don't have to label myself as that i don't have to label myself as lesbian i'm just me like that i'm just me right i like what i like like in most of my life it's been women and that's okay and like learning to Learning that it is fluid, like, means just as much to me as, like, learning about those, like, different kinds of, like, sexualities, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, that was, like, really, really big for me, like, recently. I'm like, oh, it could be. Like, someone someone was DMing me and they were like, oh, welcome to the kitchen, you fellow pan. I was like, <laughs> you know what? I like that. <laughs> Here for whatever that is. But, like, it's, like, just surrounding some people, like, I've had people be like, you are what you are whatever you are like we love you no matter what and i'm like i i like that like i fucking like that Mm -hmm. well and that's part of the reason that i think i have long long since just identified as queer 
of course like, oh like yeah. what are you and i'm like mm, i'm a queer like that's yeah <laughs> i i was like, like oh like who are you interested in i'm like mm, whoever <laughs> depends yep. on the day yeah. Like, well, yep. what's your what's your gender identity i was like oh it depends on the day like i don't right and like i've given myself by using the label queer permission to not have to like i've labeled myself to not label myself because it's pretty vague and i feel like that's right i'm I'm just a yeah i'm just a queer like i it's like an umbrella term right i'm i'm not straight and i'm not cis but i don't know what i am (laughs) you (laughs) kiss the homies on the mouth with consent i mean what else is there to say Exactly, I'm here <laughs> that. That is only sexual. I'm here for that. No, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like that. That's really good to like learn and embrace about yourself. Like, I don't have to be what I was yesterday, and that's yeah. really important. Like, Definitely. I know I talk to some people, and like people are like, that is a really solid topic. Like, because people struggle with it. Yeah, that's something I'm struggling with. It's not like a bad struggle. It's more of like a learning about it and what it means to me. It's a, it's a learning curve to know yourself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just like the past like three months. It's <laughs> a it's a learning curve. No, but I like how you say like a struggle doesn't have to be a bad struggle. It could just Mm-mm, be you no. fucking figuring shit out. Like it doesn't exactly. have to be something negative. No, and it's not. And that's the thing that's cool about that like that topic. And it's all fluid. We don't have to. <laughs> we don't have. It's going to be a reoccurring thing. I promise. <laughs> but like it doesn't have to be like I can struggle with it forever, right? But it's not a bad struggle. It's just figuring out who you are and what you fucking want from life and what you like and fuck what anyone else says. Like literally, just do you and be happy with the person you are. And like that's like that's goals. Like that is the goal. Is to like always remind people like that they're beautiful and that they're freaking worth it and like that we're all here for a reason and like that's like the goal in life right like i just I love everyone that's just like how i feel hey, all the time ellie, hey ellie you're beautiful yeah. and you're worth it you're worth it <laughs> like my tweets when i post those tweets i'm like this is clearly because i need to hear this like that is why right. i'm tweeting that like, yelling I know it someone at else the top of the rooftops <laughs> Like someone else is gonna need to hear this because I need to hear it, so I'm gonna post it. <laughs> like Hell that's yeah. legit, right? <laughs> I have a an app called I think it's Motivation, and randomly it just sends me a notification throughout the day with some like stupid inspirational shit. But honestly, Download sometimes now? it's it's nice to see. I'm like, thank you. I, I really resonated with that today. And sometimes <laughs> it's bullshit, and that's okay. <laughs> i'm gonna download it it's fine oh it's it's actually super super cool i get like anytime i tweet like a motivational thing it's usually from there it's pretty cool you can like uh put it like my niche like oh if you want a quote about depression or quote about like self-motivation or quote about like eating better it's it's very like you can niche it down it's super cool um good i like that i'm here for that bro it's so nice do it i hear i can I can send it to you after this. Um, Rachel, do you have a thingy for this uh, week? No, not really. Okay, bet. Um, in my book, I have, um, you know, my, my 365 book. We talk about it every episode. It's it's a journal. It's a span of five years. Same question every day. So I picked two questions from this week that we're all just going to kind of like chat about real quick. So the first one being, being what brings you comfort right now? Um I myself am finding comfort in this podcast. Uh, 
Hello. Um, just in general, we've been that. doing this for 10 weeks now. This is, uh, double we're in the double digits. digits. Hello. Like, woo! Yeah, woo! Let's I'm, go. I'm proud of us. And it's something that <laughs> I think sometimes before the episode, I get a little nervous and jittery about. Although, like, literally, you know, we preface it almost every episode being like, we this is our podcast. We do whatever the fuck we want. So there's it doesn't have to be a format. But um, we, we've kind of, like, found things that we're enjoying doing with it. Um, we're reaching people who resonate with what we're trying to do and people who are genuinely enjoying it. And, like, that makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah, it's super exciting. The Sad Bitch Club uh, Twitter, which is Sad Bitch Club Pod, by the way. <laughs> Thank I you. Think. That's it, right? Wait, that's it. it. Is. Am it I is. right? It is. Okay, it is. Sad Bitch Club Pod, let's go. I did it. Um, <laughs> has almost as many Twitter followers as I do now. Let's go. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get it above Rachel's following yeah. count. Please. I got <laughs> yeah, if we're not a, if we're not above my Twitter followers soon, I'm gonna be sad. We're getting pretty close. So <laughs> I got you. Um, my cats. And the cats and dogs at work bring me comfort. Why? I got to hang out with a a beautiful husky boy today in the office. (gasps) And I think he's probably like either like a husky uh, retriever mix or a husky lab mix, like a husky golden mix or a husky lab. I don't know. But um, he is super, super sweet. He's got two different color eyes. His name is Jiffy. Um, and he is uh, precious and I love him and I just generally like bringing like working with animals brings me joy and so like working in an animal shelter and knowing that I'm sending those animals to homes where they're also going to bring other people joy is super nice I know. Awesome. Yeah. It's a that makes me very, very happy yeah anytime we talk about working at the shelter I'm like yeah that, that's a you job I love it it is it is. <laughs> yeah, that is so cute what about you, Ali? What's, what's something uh, bringing you comfort right now? Um, honestly, like Pride Month as a whole, like I got asked to do like multiple things to do with Pride Month. Um, but like reaching out to people, and then like recently, like gaming and streaming, like that has brought like being able to have people actually like want to hang out and like play games with me. Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds so silly, but like having having that like around me, like. Just people, people. That's what brings me comfort. Other people being in my life and being able to talk to them. Hell yeah, that's that's some make or break shit. It's like you know, literally what we've been talking about this whole episode. I love it. Right. Um. <laughs> so next and last question is: um, Is something in your way, and can you move it? Um. Me, myself, and I. I am in my own way. Um. <laughs> very very uh, rarely is it constant for everybody yeah everybody is typically in their own way (laughs) very rarely is it like something out of my control um and if it is out of my control i make it my problem regardless (laughs) my issue is i think the thing that is in my way is just time and you can't really move that any faster than it's already going yeah um and so yes but i i just have to learn to patience yeah temperance my i was flipping through my tarot cards before we started recording and my tarot deck uh literally launched the temperance card at me and i was like all right i get it like i I understand (laughs) which for for those who don't know what the temperance card is like me uh can you explain it real quick yeah so temperance is about um patience it's um typically like 
knowing things are coming, but, you know, time is going to go at its own pace. And so, like, yes, things are coming, but you have to wait. It's about waiting. (laughs) Chill out, lady. Yeah. I I feel that. Which is a reminder (laughs) I need pretty consistently, so. Yeah. I feel like in those situations with, like, patience, right? Like, I, like, this morning, I was early to work, right? Early to work. I'm never early. I'm always late. Me too today, actually. I am (laughs) always late, right? So I'm going down this toll road, dead, dead, like, dead standstill. I hit a dead standstill. And I was anxious about this podcast. I was anxious, and I was in a hurt. Like, I don't know why. Like, my anxiety was high, and, like, my higher power, or whatever the heck you want to call it, was just, like, go down. Like, what, we're going to put you in check. You're anxious. You, you you need to be somewhere, right? So let's teach you some patience. And, like, that's one thing for me is, like, finding, like, the little things that happen in your day. For me, like, that that's what shows me, like, how to be patient. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be in a hurry and hit, and tra- hit traffic. And that means... Yeah, the, like, the universe kind of nudges you. Something in the like, universe hey, remember, is telling yeah. me, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Telling me yep. to slow down <laughs> or do this or do that, right? Like, that that's one thing. Patience, yeah. man. Like, yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one patience man i don't know what patience is no it's it's hard to be patient with anything but yes it's usually worth it when you are usually yeah usually (laughs) for the most part it just depends but uh that's kind of all i had today yeah um was there anything you wanted to touch on or promote or, or anything in the whole wide world ellie What's your socials? Plug them. Stuffy Wings 4 on every social media platform that I can think of right now, actually. <laughs> um, I think that that and like uh, use code Kate. Oh my, God. oh my God. Stop. Oh my God. Stop. Use code Kate on G Fuel and Respawn and Spawn. Yep. Advantage. And yep. Oh my God. All the above. Everything also check out CosmicCandles.com. <laughs> oh yeah. Candles. I'm... <laughs> I'm burning some wax melts right now. Oh, which one? Seems like it paid this week. I'm buying your new creator collab. I don't know what they are, but they're good. (laughs) Aquarius. Um, Which, by the way, at the time of, uh, by the time this podcast episode is out, Code K is 30% off the 10th through 14th. Yo, let's go. Yo, so code K K A I T thirty percent off. I'm through my hype sauce pretty fast right now because it's what I've been drinking every day. So I might need a a backup tub. Yo, I actually I sent out those uh candles from that collaboration, and three of the four have gotten them so far. And yeah, I think I saw them all post on Twitter. So far, so good. Everybody's like, nice, nice, nice. I'm excited as soon as I get my payout because I stopped streaming for like a month. So as soon as I get my actual payout. I'm full setting on a bunch of candles. I'm so excited. Bro, I'm loving that you're streaming again, like so consistently too. I'm living for it. I was (laughs) like, I, I, what is life? Like, why am I streaming like six days a week and not taking like a random week off? Because I'm enjoying myself again. Yeah, because it brings me joy. Fuck yeah. I'm enjoying myself. I love people. (laughs) It really is. We're all out here Marie Kondoing our lives. (laughs) If it doesn't bring you joy, throw it away. I'm working on it. (laughs) Oh my god! Well, thank you everybody for joining us for episode. Oh my god, ten. I'm sorry. Holy shit! That's two full hands. (laughs) That's 
just I mean, if you have all ten <laughs> fingers, that's you, doing if you, yeah, if okay, you have exclusive here. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you need to be inclusive, Rachel. If you have ten fingers, that's two full hands. Two full Rachel <laughs> hands worth of two episodes. Hands. <laughs> that's true. So if you haven't caught up on everything, every single meeting of ours um, is just Rachel and I until recently, which is super cool. Get to know us and then get to know some of our friendos. And all throughout Pride Month, we'll be featuring our LGBTQIA plus friends, which honestly, most of our friends are anyways. So... <laughs> But like, we want to make sure that we just kind of like highlight these topics, especially for Pride Month, because that's something that's important to us. So thank you so much, Ellie, for being here with us. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, you can listen over on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. All those links, especially Anchor, that'll lead you to all the platforms. Uh, we will be on our Twitter. Okay. Have a good time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>